Hey guys, thanks for listening in to episode 16 of my podcast series. Um, it's been a while since I've been on uh, with all that's been going on just in the world. Um, I've taken some, you know, slowed down on some of the card stuff lately. Uh, and then also I was on vacation for um, about a week. So it, you know, just with all that uh, coming together, kind of in the timing of it, I it took some time to not uh, be super dedicated to the podcast um, and, you know, just my social accounts in general. But I am super excited to be back in the getting back in the swing of things. Um, I have some pretty awesome stuff to talk about. Uh, and um, yeah, let me jump right in. So first thing I wanted to talk about, um, I have been getting into more and more uh, starstock.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, I definitely highly recommend you um, at least go give it a look. Uh, check out their FAQs. It definitely um, explains how the site works um, a bit more than if you just take a quick glance. Uh, it's definitely really helpful to understand how it works. Um, but yeah, so let me just talk through some things that um, I've been going through on there. So I... Ended up buying a couple cards on there. Um, I picked up a Shea Gildress Alexander optic base, two of his prism bases, and then I picked up seven um, seven Bull Bull prism bases as well. So I I th- I got the optic base. I think for like between five and seven bucks. The prism for um, fifteen each and then i got those bull bowls for maybe like a buck 50 each something like that maybe two dollars um and what's so cool about it is um when you do buy the cards you it's immediately assigned over to your profile um because all the cards are located within one location um it is a similar kind of concept to the way if you're familiar with com c um however in my opinion the website is just so much better i tried to use com c um a couple times to buy stuff and it was pretty confusing as far as how their memberships and stuff work and how you can just keep stuff there it was not a great uh user experience compared to how straightforward uh, the star stocks was once you um, once you go through and you understand it. It's a read through the FAQs, like you know everybody everything you would need to know. So yeah, so I bought all those cards. All you have to do is you load up a you know certain amount of money onto your account, and then you can purchase. They have um, you know bids that people can bid for. So like similar to StockX, like people bid. I had have bids for different items um and then you know they have their uh asks or like there's people who are actually selling the cards that have um their offers on there too so you know me going through I just you know saw what I thought were good deals for these cards as is picked them up at the at their the seller's asking price didn't really try to mess around with putting a lower bid in there um, got those cards. I, um, sat on, sat on them for a while. Didn't really do a whole lot on the site, but was still, you know, keeping my eyes on it, seeing what was coming available. 
Um, and then I felt like based on how prices were going, especially for Shea Gildress Alexander, um, that I was like, okay, let me throw these back up here. Let me mark them up above, you know, what eBay comps are and just see how it goes. Um, and one of the really cool things about the star stock platform is when they get the cards in, they, um, when they get them in raw, they group them into, uh, star stock a or star stock B there might be a star stock C as well, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway, the star stock a, I think ranges from a, at least in there, you know, no guarantee, but they could see it generally between, I think it's like a PSA 10, nine and 10 generally, but maybe swing down to an eight. And then I think from B it's like eight to seven, somewhere in that range. And then from then on, um, so what, what's nice about that is you can, you know, see that, oh, I'm not buying a really crappy one. Cause even from, you know, e- pictures on eBay, you can't always tell if the card that you're buying is at least in decent condition. I mean, y- it's pretty easy to hide pretty bad, um, scratches, especially if you're buying multiple cards. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one great feature that I like about it. Uh, but yeah, so I ended up putting those on there um, above eBay comps, and I think what um, is interesting about it is if even if you do that, because the cards had the signed um, were in that signed category of that A, the Star Stock A, um, it does seem like from what um, I've uh, observed that the people are willing to pay on Star Stock. Uh, at or above eBay comps for those cards that have that, um, let's, you know, a evaluation on them. So, you know, I put those SGA cards up there, the two prism bases when they were selling for more consistently around like 20 bucks each, I would got them both listed and sold for 25 each. Um, so that was a great, you know, little profit there. Uh, sold the optic base for ten dollars, um, and then uh, the bull bull prism base for uh, I think it was around three fifty or four dollars each. So, you know, a nice profit on all of those. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. I think I started out with like you know fifty bucks. Yeah, I want to say around fifty bucks, and now I'm up to like eighty dollars. Their fees are only on the seller side for 5% and even on the buyer side because it's all located in one location and you're not actually getting those physical cards sent to you. Um, You don't have to pay tax on the purchase, which makes it really nice as well. Um, So yeah, I've had a really good experience with using them. I also sent in a submission of my own cards. Um, that was really awesome. Those got to them and I listed up uh, several cards on there. I'm looking forward to seeing when those sell. Um, I've seen some bids on the um, on some of the cards that I've posted. So um, it's obviously, you know, there's stuff moving there. The big thing that, you know, I was encouraged about and what I've seen that's really encouraging through it is just how active the buying market is there. Um, even when cards are priced pretty high, I do see a lot of cards. It's hard to find 
um, you know, cards available, I think they're seeing um, a lot of people buying up a lot of the things that they can put on there. So I think that is, you know, maybe one thing that's going to be, you know, it's a good problem to have that, you know, so many people are buying cards on it. So it'll be cool to see, you know, more and more stock be put on there and having uh, a bit more quantities to just constantly have that um, people that are asking too much and people that are asking more uh, market value and see how that drives price within the same uh, with just on the website. It'll be really cool to see how that plays out. I'm excited to see, you know, how the cards um, I listed on there um, from the most recent submission, uh, how those go. I honestly think that for the majority of cards that I don't plan on getting graded that are just base cards, um, I think at least a lot of the a lot of the rookie cards they have a limited you know some limitations to, as to what you can send in. You can't just send in all your junk. They're mainly looking for you know rookie cards that about you know a dollar plus value. Um, so it's not like you can just send in everything. Hope they take everything. Uh, but for those cards that I have that I don't want to send sell on eBay. Um, because there isn't just quite enough, uh, profit there. Uh, I do think I'm going to be selling a lot of, um, my raw cards that I'm not planning on getting, um, graded there. Cause I think it's a great option. And even, you know, we'll see as far as when I get, um, some graded cards back, I know I'll have, um, a large amount coming back here sooner or later. We'll see, you know, how I, approach that which cards i decide to put there um when it comes to graded cards uh, versus ebay or something but yeah it's been a great um experience for me so far already making profit off of it and that's a cool thing like compared to something like ebay uh the perks of it with the lower fees and not getting taxed and not having shipping fees and all that um not having the cost for shipping you know, all those things that make it really difficult to do um, quick flips on eBay where you can find something at a good price and then, you know, relist it maybe a week later. Like, unless something spectacular is happening in the market, it's really hard to have enough profit on an eBay listing, especially if you're newer to the hobby and don't have a ton of funds. It's hard to find stuff like that. Um, that is worth doing is worth spending the money and time on i generally don't post anything on ebay that's less than like 10 20 because it's just not enough profit in my mind to go through the effort to ship it and you know do the whole process for it so for something where i can just send it all my cards manage it and then when it's sold i don't even have to ship it they just assign it to somebody else i only pay you know a small fee and it's they're doing a lot of the work for me that's i would yeah highly recommend i've really enjoyed my experience with it so far um it'll be cool like i said as more and more cards get put into their uh, system and the cool thing about that is when that happens i think a lot of when they get more and more cards that base builds up there'll be more and more cards that'll become available there because um, when you do buy cards, it just goes into your account. Um, and then if you w- you can get them shipped to you, you would have to request that. Um, but I do like that, you know, 
I think it'll keep more cards in the market versus eBay where, you know, a card might get purchased and then you're not going to see that same card on there for months or who knows how long. It could be the case where on Starstock, you have, you purchase something and a couple weeks later they have a great game and their value has gone up and you're like, oh, I want to take that um, profit. You just immediately list it and based on, you know, how I'm seeing the buying patterns go, it'll be a, you can get a quick flip if you put it as the lowest uh, ask there. So yeah, that's, that's a big chunk of what I wanted to talk about. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is um, I'm actually starting a sport or basketball card uh, fantasy league, fantasy investment league. And um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be um, this is kind of how I have it set up, kind of talking through it. So every participant will have an imaginary, you know, $1,000 budget to spend on at most uh, 10 different cards. So like there's no restrictions to what cards you can purchase, but uh, other than it being Optic, Donruss, Prism, Mosaic, and... Uh, I think there was maybe one more select or something. I, I I put a list in there, but so I'm, you know, really only restricting it to that, but they can choose up to 10 different players or like 10 different cards or whatever the exact, um, you know, combination of investment they want to make. Um, and what I'm going to do is every week they're going to have the option to uh, change who they can, you know, sell stuff. And then use that money to buy other cards at the market rate um, for what that card's going for. And um, yeah, so we're going to see after each month, I'm going to see, okay, I'm going to announce winners for the month. Um, I'll do monthly prizes. And then I'll also be doing a grand prize at the end for the person with the top um, return on their investment. So whoever comes out the end with the highest amount of money from that $1,000 investment um, will be, you know, crown champion. They'll get a, um, still figuring out what card it'll be. I'm sure I'll have, you know, more cards available for that prize. But um, I'm really excited because it'll be cool for even me to see like, okay, what cards were worth investing in, you know, what choices were good, good choices um, and then looking back on that and seeing, you know, who's a really good investor and who, who are people that you can kind of go to, uh, um, for more information and who pe people who have good thought processes for, you know, what the market is like. So I'm really excited to get that started up. I'm planning on getting that started up this next weekend. So, um, if you want to join that, there's still definitely openings there. Um, it is getting kind of full as far as, you know, how much I can manage as far as uh, it going to be, as far as it, it's probably going to take some effort on my part, um, but um, definitely some spots available. Message me, DM me on Instagram, uh, Jake's uh, b-ball cards, basketball cards. Um, if you want to join, I'll definitely get you in, get you marked down. Um, I'll probably... What the process will probably look like is we'll probably have a Discord group and some uh, Google Sheets where we track investments on, and that's probably going to be um, through those two things how we keep track of how everybody's doing. 
um, I'll have like a master spreadsheet. So I know people aren't, you know, cheating by changing their investments and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I'm very glad to have been able to get back into this. It felt really exciting and really good to have this episode. Um, I know from on the back end, seeing, you know, my uh, streams were slowing down a bit, haven't really put out any new content for a while. So yeah, excited to get back into it. Um, I'm going to have a, a daily hobby update um, that's also going to go out today. Um, I did, I'd been doing those for the previous day. I think I'm just going to do those for the day. And if things happen in the evenings, well, I'll cover that in the next episode, but um, get on a better schedule with that. So be looking out for I think it's episode five of the daily hobby updates. Uh, There's been a lot that's happened between the last time we talked and now. Uh, So yeah, hope you guys all have a fantastic day. Um, Hope y'all are staying safe and happy investing.